0: Hey friends, I'd like you to come with me on a journey. Today, we're gonna go on an adventure. Everything about this adventure that we're going on today is symbolic. If we think of it that way, we will find the meaning. Why are we here? What are we doing with our time? Why are we doing it? We have this moment. One, right in front of us, it's happening right now, and it's real. If I pull my steering wheel too hard to the right, I crash into that truck. And it's not just a physical existence of get what you want while you can. Yet, there seems to be people in this world who find themselves into positions of power and they don't share our feelings of empathy and care for other human beings. These psychopaths are here in humanity and we find ourselves coming to this realization, this awakening, that things really are not good in the world. Humanity is not treating itself well. so. Before we begin our mountain adventure, I'd like to just state the crux of the problem. What I see from my point of view as the crux of the problem. The actual issue, the reason that we have to have a funnel conference to help encourage, motivate, inspire anyone and everyone to consider and understand the importance of freedom. Most of us are caught in a subtle type of slavery, debt slavery. And most of us are caught in an endless loop of money based decisions that take us away and distract us. that obfuscate the truth. Morality. Reality is morality. Creatively imagine and find a way, a new path, for all of humanity, for all of existence, for all of everything, it's an incredible opportunity to, you're at the point horizon of reality where morality hits the dirt of the physical realm. We come with praises of gratitude and the opportunity to have this experience together in a relationship with reality, with morality, the great evener, and it's expressed in what I call the living Bible, the trees, the land, the air, the earth itself, and the sun and the wind. And all of these things are our teachers. And they're telling us, they're speaking to us, but we're not listening. We're not fucking listening anymore. And how do we go back to listening and speaking what we've learned? So, it's learning and teaching. Teaching and learning. And the best way to learn something, my friends, is to learn to teach it. One of the ways things can go terribly wrong, that's if humanity gives up its right to defend its own personal space and the individual rights and they lose the concept that we're a a conduit to the divine, the great all. And we start to think, We're we're just here to have a fun fucking experience and do whatever the hell we want without any consequences. And this presentation, this day, this adventure we're about to go on is meant to motivate, to inspire and to wake you up shit to wake me up, to inspire all of us to push a little harder, to try a little more, to think about things a little deeper, to ask why, to think about where things come from and why do they come here? Why are we here? Why are we slaves? Why are we in the state of debt slavery, where people own our time? A huge portion of our time is owned by other people. Incredible pressure is on everyone's backs and shoulders on a daily basis because of money-based decisions and debt slavery that we're currently experiencing. How do we get out of this? I'll tell you how. We start teaching and learning and teaching and learning about morality, about our spirit, about our inherent power, about self-defense of our personal space. When we do these things, we develop cohesive tribes and groups of people that can form generational power. There's no way that we can be so easily corrupted by psychopaths if we understand our right to do that. The second someone to come from steal from you or us, we stop them. And it begins. Here I am. It's the beginning of the adventure. This is the parking lot. And this is the point, And this is uh, Vista Point. We're going to go to Castle Crags. This is the place to be, my friends. So... This experience is designed to make this a fun experience. We're going to take the Castle Crags Trail to the Castle Dome. It's going to put us on top of a really awesome place on top of a mountain. But this journey is meant to be a symbolic journey. Because I've always seen uh, like a hike to the top of a mountain as a great metaphor for our experience in this life, in this great adventure of being alive. See, you could look at the top of a mountain and you see the long trail ahead of you. Now, this journey we're going on is a few hours each way, but you know, like think about something bigger, something huger, like Mount Everest. You know, why would anyone even do that? In the beginning, like when you first start your journey, it's a lot of uphill and you get tired. Uh, you're going to get out of breath. You're going to um, have sores on your feet. You're going to get frustrated and then it gets hot or it gets cold or it gets windy. You know, there's always something, even on the most perfect day, there's going to be problems. If you're going to hike a mountain, it's going to take some effort. But at the end of the journey, we kind of end up right back where you started. So people might say, why even go on such a journey? Why would you climb a mountain? When you take a bunch of risks on the way, you might get tired. You could get bit by mosquitoes, uh, blisters on your feet. Why do people enjoy doing such a thing? Because of the experience. And ultimately, that's what this whole life is. It's an experience. It's an adventure. And we're going to talk about willpower today. What we're really talking about is why, why do we do things? And I'm hoping to inspire myself and anyone who hasn't already started this metaphorical journey of learning and teaching of the self-work of natural law of freedom, of truth. Here are the things that all of us can be and should be doing in a time like this, we should be working on it on a daily basis, thinking about it throughout our day, everything we're aspiring to do, everything we're breathing into life. As much like nature, nature is always growing. It's always wanting to expand and it's always wanting to reach new heights? Why would we be so complacent in a world that's so chock full of evil deeds and psychopaths controlling it? It's so easy. So many of us lose touch with the source. We lose touch with our connection to the divine. And one of the reasons I like to come here is because some of my most connected source experiences have been here. And I think it's something that I'm going to be calling taking the initiative. Taking the initiative is making a choice. It's when we choose to do a thing. When we open a door for reality to share something with us. We can learn something. We open the door to experience something like going on an adventure, like choosing to climb to the top of a mountain. You don't have to do it. You could just as easily not, you know, you could save some energy. Like I said, you might not get the blister. You might not get out of breath, but you also can't reach that exhilaration of the feeling of reaching the summit and feeling of getting home, that wonderful feeling of being tired after doing something that you enjoyed that you want to remember forever. So the question is, using this metaphor, what kind of life do you want to live? Do you want to live a life where you're like a mountain climber in spirit and you're trying to excel? And you're trying to reach new heights and leave a legacy that helps the future of all people? Or do you just want to stay at home? Watch some more from Netflix? Eat some more popcorn? You certainly can do that. But today, it seems like you're going to go on a mission with me on this journey. And my hope is to motivate you, inspire you to the recognition that life is what you make it. Your purpose, your reason for being here, it's not pre-written. You're not going to just turn over one of these stones or logs here and find your secret destiny that God led for you, that someone else is going to tell you. It's different. It doesn't work like that in reality. You get to choose the adventure yourself. This is a choose-your-own-adventure experience. And you have the opportunity to choose an as amazing experience as you want. Now this here in front of us is a crossroads. A crossroads is like a choice in your life you could choose to go a different way. You know, there never is just one choice or one course. When you're at a crossroads in life, you have to make a decision. And when you have to make a hard decision, it really helps to have a map or understanding of your overall picture of what you're trying to do or where you're trying to go. Why are you going there? If you don't know these things, you can walk down a path for a long ways, you realize you don't know where you're at. You, you don't even know how to find your way back, maybe, if you weren't really paying attention or if you didn't have a big picture map or understanding of what you're doing. So this is the importance of spending your time, of looking deep within yourself, of analyzing your philosophy, of Thinking about what you're actually choosing to do with your time, with your energy in this amazing, valuable experience that you have in front of you. Part of the journey that can be hard work, the uphill battle. Whenever you start out on something, whenever you decide you're going to get to the top of the mountain, you know, there's going to be hardships. See here, the beginning of this trail is steep. You have to put in the hard work up front. You have to be comfortable with being somewhat uncomfortable, but it's worth it. I, I was talking about the crossroads. I think many people are confused about initiative because they feel like the path they're on may not be the right one as if there is a right one or how do i know if i chose chosen the right path what if i'm really in the wrong direction well you you only figure that out by trying at the crossroads i mean at that one i've gone the wrong way before in actuality and You know, now I'm not going that way this time. (laughs) So let's talk about obstacles. Obstacles that seem insurmountable. Look around here. Look at the size of those rocks. They're mind blowing, they're um, amazing. Rocks, mountains. Ask yourself how are these things formed? not all at once. Anything amazing or incredible, it happens little by little, one bit at a time, over time. Where does inspiration come from? How do you breathe light into life? Breathing light into life comes from being the life of the party. You can be like that person that you've been with, you know, who makes everything fun and exciting consistently with your will. You try harder. Now, there is a balance. You can push yourself too far. You can get out on a limb. You can work yourself to the bone. You can embarrass yourself in front of people. You make mistakes. You know, of course, life is all about balance. Look up here in the mountains. There's no better time to be paying attention to balance, walking on rocks. You know, the more you practice, though, your balance, whether it's walking on rocks, the faster you can do it. The more you work out your legs, the less chance of injury you get. So like less mistakes with more practice, you know, dealing with people and practicing your balance and how far you can push yourself. You want a strong body, a strong mind. And you want to be able to make strong choices because you have strong knowledge. This is power. You can be as strong as you want to be or choose to be, but just not all at once. These things are done consistently, patiently over time. And inspiration come from for you. How do you get at those things? Do you have a method to get at your own personal, that deep whatever fire within inside of you that wants to do things, that wants to be inspired and motivated? How do you give yourself drive? Think about people who have done amazing things. Part of it is setting the playing field and deciding to ourselves what's worthwhile to do. What's our priority? And that's really up to us. We have this incredible opportunity to choose or to not choose. You know, we can just sit around and watch things go by, complain about it, or we can be proactive. And in order to be a proactive person, a person that does things, that achieves things, that reaches goals, we need willpower. And if we look at people who've done the most amazing things, ask ourselves, what really separates us from those people? Or... Even look at yourself. Times in your life when you've achieved things versus times you haven't. What made the difference? Are you asking yourself those questions? We have to keep challenging ourselves. We have to keep working on knowing ourselves. What works for us? You know, what works for me is places like this, fantastic views, I'm pushing my body till I breathe hard and get sweaty, um, feeling. Outdoor feeling, putting myself close to the source, feeling the sun on me. When I put myself in that place, when I push myself to climb a mountain, it makes me feel good. And I get inspirational thoughts. And then the following week or the following day, I have an extra level of inspiration and motivation. I've learned this about myself. If I do a cold dip in the morning. I go through the day with more confidence because I like reached a small girl goal early in the day. I've talked in my, a lot of people about incrementally and consistently adding little habits to your life that make it better. You know, doing a little bit of exercise every morning, doing a little bit of meditation every day. A uh, breathing practice has been amazingly um, life changing for me. So I really recommend people to do some kind of breathing practice, some kind of breathing meditation. Uh, I recommend Wim Hof myself. His uh, breathing process has allowed me to be more healthy and live a more full life. When you're breathing better and you're exercising better and your body's in good shape, then it allows your mind, your antenna to work better. Um, You can receive more inspirational thoughts when you put yourself in a place that um, those things are present when you're in a busy city or business meeting or running from place to place or inside of a Walmart, it's pretty hard to be thinking real deep thoughts and life changing. And how are you going to teach people the importance of freedom or natural love? Yeah. You come to a place like this, And allow your mind to ruminate, meditate, breathe deeply on these things. And you get lots of ideas and you feel like going back at it. And so I think we all need to learn ourselves what works for us, what inspires us and why we are doing the things we're doing. For me, it's because I have a recognition that I have a lucky life. I've always had enough food. I've always had enough friends, family people around to um, have all my needs taken care of. Running water, um, beautiful places I can go. So, you know, in terms of most people, I feel like I'm poor around where I live. But in the scheme of things in the world, I'm so wealthy beyond measure why can't I give some of my time and energy back to people that have it a lot worse than me? You know, there's people working in mines, little children being used as slaves. There's people in the world that are um, just living horrific lives and they're probably trying to make the best of it. And here, uh, here we are in a place where we have abundance and many of us are just taking that for granted. So um, it makes, gives me a good feeling to know that I spend a large portion of my time and energy trying to teach and learn, teach and learn. The best way to learn is to teach. When you teach, you learn, because it forces you to go through the steps of thinking things out and understanding the why of things. So if you're having trouble with motivation or taking the initiative, my recommendation is breathing, meditation, exercise, nature. You put those things together and you work hard on them, you're going to find yourself. You're going to find what works for you. And um, thoughts, ideas, inspiration will come to you. You'll find the best times of day that these things come to you. And that's partly why I decided to do this hike and this talk at this time of day, because I've noticed that's how I work best. So a lot of it comes down to do or do not try or don't try. Like why do we really do anything like I said before? Why do anybody care about anything? I mean, ultimately, that's what your choice is. It's what it all comes down to. It comes down to kind of like Yoda said in, uh, you know, to his, his apprentice, Luke, do or do not. A lot of it comes down to, for us personally, just making that decision to try something, to stick our neck out a little bit, to, not be afraid to push back against that resistance that that um i mean it's natural to have that resistance that um part of us that wants to fear what could go wrong and factor in all the all the things that could happen ahead of time and like be prepared for each one like there's nothing wrong with trying to be prepared for things and taking your time and coming up with a good plan I mean, that all makes sense, but a lot of people actually get to the point of hesitating so much or being so wrapped up in the um, thinking about something and never actually doing it. You know, that can be um, really inhibitive to getting things done in this world, especially in a world that wants that, you know, it's all about helping to convince you, you know, that you shouldn't try. So try or don't try. If you don't try to reach anything big, you certainly won't. If you don't try to reach the top of anything, how will you ever get there? So, you know, there's pretty much two um, constants in life. There's going to be change and there's going to be death. There's no reason to be afraid of that. It just is what it is. That being said, we have a natural fear of dying. And you can use that fear in your favor. What's the source of will? You know, what really drives a person? What really motivates a person? In many cases, it's death or fear of what we don't want to be. We, how do we avoid being what we don't want to be? By being something. Something proactive. By pushing ourselves in some positive direction. And if one way doesn't seem right or work, we try another one. That's how we discover the better path. I got to the top of this mountain previously by taking that wrong path. And this time, I went the right way. It's part of the process, making these mistakes, choosing the wrong things or the long way, but don't let that stop you. If something's too hard or too far away, too big of an obstacle, you're gonna let that stop you? The only way to do anything has to do come from within, from the will to do it, the choice to keep trying, even if mistakes are made, even if things go a little bit off, you just go for it. Let's talk about fatalism, fatalism and fate. Um, The idea that there's something specific that you're supposed to do, or God told you to do something, or There's something written in the stones or you're going to discover this thing. This whole experience is nothing but open doors and opportunities for anything to happen. There's no pre-written story that you're supposed to follow. That type of thinking leads to stagnation. That type of thinking leads to fatalism. It's like things are out of your control. And what does that do? that devalues your choices as if they don't really matter because it's already figured out or somebody or something else has already figured it out. It's already been done. So I would encourage you to take this idea of fatalism and throw it off this cliff. Anything in your head that's connected to that thought or that concept, like just give this a shot. Try thinking this way, see how it fits. Imagine that reality is just what we make, just what it is. It's nothing else. It's just what you see here. You can either do something or not do something. Everything we've come up with to like make up comes from our imagination. And the power of our imagination is contributing to reality in some way or form. The way you change things is by doing things. Um, it changes the outcome of the world around us. Little by little, one step at a time, like we talked about. So like this journey, I would encourage you to look at that concept within yourself, with your own eyes, consider it for yourself. See how it fits into reality and your perspective. Just look at things for what they are. I mean, the magic of reality is the choice. Why would we have a choice? Why would we have a choice if it didn't matter? But on the other hand, if everything matters and every choice changes the outcome of reality, Well, then that's a lot more of an exciting experience. And I think that's what I'm living. The key is to get away from thinking in a particular construct or thinking that we know how it all is. Let that all go. Re-examine things just for what they are in the world, just for what it is. When you look at it from those eyes, it allows you to see things you might not have seen before. It's difficult to do. But you can do it. And these places allow that opportunity.
1: Thinking in force, wandering through the forest. The wind and the birds are singing in the chorus. And what I describe is not advertised. Like riddles in my eyes, I'm not formulized. Lucky I'm alive because the media's in the sky. And they could be flying by. Could be fine, but... <laughs> I don't know if words can really describe the depths of my mind, but what I feel inside, I can't seem to hide, I know cause I've tried, the leaves in the wind, really show up again, like being a kid with endless energy. Sometimes I realize I'm my own enemy. Just passing time, I'm spitting out my rhyme. No point to make, it's just a conversation. Lend me your ear if you've got the inclination. But we can't take back things from the past. And nothing that we have will really ever last. I'm doing all I can and try to understand. I love the land and working with my hands. I don't pretend to know what I can. I'm just trying to be a happy man. I'm just passing time. I'm spitting out my rhyme. No point to make, it's just a conversation. Lend me your ear if you've got the inclination. to the forest. The wind and the birds are singing in the chorus. What I describe is not advertised like riddles in my eyes. I'm not lies. because they're lucky to be alive and there's meteors in the sky and they could be flying by, they could be flying by, could be flying by, they could be flying by. Vastly.
0: Un, not emphasized enough the importance of knowing why we're here and feeling strong in our purpose. Why, if someone were to ask you right now, what are you here for? What, what are you all about? And you have no answer, then that means you have work to do. And um, if you're foggy on it, I think a big part of the recognition is what I was talking about here, that it's not for somebody else to tell you. It's something for you to discover, maybe within yourself, maybe within nature, maybe within an activity, maybe through your relationships with other people. You know, sometimes I gather wisdom through talking to a few people that I know and respect and sort of looking at what they all say and all their different perspectives and sort of combining it with my own flavor and coming up with the answer I need for a decision or the motivation I need to get past my next obstacle. But there's always going to be the top of this mountain for me. You know, there was no question on any part of the trail whether I was going to get to the top or not. I was going to get to the top. Absolutely. Short of both my legs being broken or (laughs) something so extreme that prevented me physically from doing it, Um, I was going to get here and I did. I knew I could do it. So it's up for each of us to know our capabilities and what goals we set and what um, mountaintop we're typing to reach. A lot of it's about just keep on trying, Um, keep taking that next step, keep waking up every day and thinking, How much closer am I to what I'm seeking? What have I done this week, this month, this year? What do I need to do? You know, just constantly be working on that. And um, what's amazing about that is when you're on that path, you'll find something amazing occurs. I want to talk a little bit about synchronicity. I've experienced some amazing um, synchronicity in my life. And often the way synchronicity comes is when I make a clear choice to do something, to proceed, um, especially on something that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. You know, um, abstaining from drinking or smoking or watching TV, taking some time away from it all to get outdoors. When I make these type of decisions, and life, I find a reward. Like today, climbing to the top of a mountain, it's very rewarding. And there's something special about this trip because um, not only am I doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for you, whoever you are, you know? I'm hoping you can gain something from this experience that I'm having and the way I'm sharing things in my own tone. And I'm willing to do that. It's, it's um, there's a leap of faith involved when we, make a choice to do something. And I think, Hey, I'm going to make my presentation about me climbing a mountain about willpower. You know, just from my point of view, that's how things get done in life. People choosing to do them and pushing through them. I think of the most amazing athletes, the most amazing writers, the most amazing climbers. They're people that chose to do something that other people were afraid of and they decided not to be. And they, uh, Do it through consistent behaviors, consistent persistence, which is perseverance, something I just talked about with my friends in the One Great Work Warriors, which is a great example of applying uh, principles. And, you know, I talked in my last year's uh, funnel presentation about the importance of teamwork. And I set about um, trying to facilitate a team coming together And now we have all these amazing videos and we have this group of guys that meet week and we work hard on um, our our, um, presentations, our discussions, um, our learning process, our teaching process in ourselves and each other. And there's no finish point. You know, when you get to the top of a mountain, you see another mountain. Look, (laughs) there's another mountain. I got to climb that one. You know, maybe that's funnel four right there, you know, but, uh, I'm not going to do that without dreaming that first Dreaming, Hey, I want to do that. I want to climb Mount Shasta, you know, and then I start setting about putting that into motion and day by day over the next year or two years, if I make that goal, I'm going to get there. If I apply persistent behavior and keep that as my goal, but if I never had that goal, if I ever thought to myself, hey, I'm going to climb that mountain. If I just sat around thinking, well, I'm, I can't climb mountains because I don't have this and that. And I've never done it. Well, it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, it comes from within. Deep within. And um, so what are the obstacles on your path? The things that um, keep you from doing whatever it is you want to do. Being a better person. Um, getting some work out there into the world that tries to help things and deal with this problem of um, the way humans are treating one another and the earth. How do you change that? By working on it, not by giving up because it's too hard and the mountain's too tall and there's too much snow on it, you know? That never stopped a lot of people that made it to the top of things. So this is your inspirational moment. This is your chance in your life to say, hey, you know, I'm gonna get a hold of this thing I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make sure that when I go out, people know I tried to do something amazing, something good. And my kids and my family and other people, it's, mo- it's about more than just what I want and just survival. And if you think really hard and maybe even come up here and um, take some mushrooms or something, you'll, you'll see if you look deep and put aside your own personal perspective that that's what this is all about. And, um, you know, getting outdoors and alone somewhere quiet and peaceful and just kind of being with this really facilitates the, um, the open door to realization and the open door to thinking and perspective. Talk about perspective, huh? Now that is perspective, my friends. And that's what can help us deal with the hardest obstacles in life, and to draw the willpower we need to do the things we want to do, is, um, you know, extreme situations require for more extreme behavior, and harder challenges require for a harder mind and a stronger person. So embrace the obstacles, embrace the challenge, and recognize that, you know, if there wasn't a mountain to climb, then you wouldn't have the joy of being able to reach the top or climb another mountain, you know, and there's endless opportunity. So together in the early part of the journey, we were discussing the why of things. Why do we do things? You know, where do things come from? And I wanted to add to that part of the conversation that it's a really good exercise in thinking. It's a practice to ask yourself, Where do things come from? Follow that thread in your mind. You can ask that question about anything that comes into your mind. I think for me, because it started because I was thinking about motivation and inspiration, and I was like, where do those things come from? And where does that come from? And once I started going down that line of thinking, I realized you can ask it again and again. And it's like a it's like how little kids go, why? Why is that? Why is that? You know, it's a very interesting process to do with yourself and see how far you can go with that. And I promise you will gain something from that experience. So you find out within yourself, where does my own behavior come from? Why do I act that way is one example. Like, why do I keep making the mistakes I make? Where does this problem originate from? Work your way backwards in life. That's when you want to look at your traumas in life. And um, like Leslie Power's work at Alive Thrive, you got to go back and figure out what created this problem. I also want to highlight this concept of the divine crystal. Um, I'd like you to consider looking at my earlier presentations about God and good, the ultimate connection, but um, when I'm talking about the divine crystal, what I'm talking about is This is the conduit each of us have to the divine. This is good and evil. Simply put, the divine crystal is a term come up with to describe our connection. Um, Us, in terms of us as individuals. So, like, I would have my divine Christopher, you would have yours, and each of our connection is to the great universal all. I've met many people I know personally, people who have had incredible and amazing experiences of waking up, of feeling like they're talking to God or receiving downloads from the universe, or feeling like they're just getting all this information. It's something that I think anyone can experience. Because we're all are made of the same substance of reality. We all are part of the great all. That's what we're made of. And that's what we're all part of the same thing. So this experience, when we recognize that aspect of it, that we're tied in with this great network of the all and the importance, that's the importance of meditation. You know, that's the importance of thinking deeply about things so you can get to that connection. I recommend singing, dancing, drumming, walking in nature, certain experiences with, uh, plant medicines. All through time, people have done these things. Uh, rituals, tribes have gone over and over dancing, singing. These kind of experiences offer a way for us to look at ourselves, to get perspective on our own self. This is growing. This is trying to be more simple and getting back to our deeper self. The great mirror of ourself is our children, our friends, our loved ones. When we look at others, we look at our relationships with them, we get it reflected back and we see the worst parts and the best parts of ourselves. Relationships are our allies and our tools to leverage our um, self into being the person we want to be. If you feel like you're coming up short in your own mind and you're feeling hard on yourself, well, this presentation is designed to encourage you that the top of your mountain isn't going to be the same as the top of my mountain. You don't have to go to Craig's, you know. I mean, if you want to come join me here and climb this mountain with me, that would be great. You know, I think more of us need to connect with each other and build our network and our community of freedom lovers we need to find each other you know find the other people in your area but there's no waking people up people might wake up and i think the harder we try the more diligent we are there's more possibility of more people gaining awareness awakening in different ways but it's up to each of us i mean freedom's on the line here humans are in the state of slavery on a mass scale And there's all all these terrible things going on, how children are treated, but only if each of us as individuals work harder and employs our willpower to make this change, can we enable the change to actually physically happen? You know, we got to be shining examples. We got to power ourselves up and have the confidence to reach other people and to, that means dealing with our own trauma, looking into our own selves, making right with other people in our relationships. A lot of that comes down to just all that is just being honest with yourself, being honest with others, being honest, number one, with yourself, and then being honest with other people. If you can communicate in honesty, people will like you. They will communicate with you. People will want to be with you. When you spend your time thinking ways, how to make things better, not just for yourself, but for others as well. You start knowing yourself, you get, you get a deeper understanding of your own personal ebbs and flows. What works for you? What really lights you up? When you try to express yourself in terms of creativity, what works best for you? Where have you found the most joy? Creativity. Where have you found the most imagination? Creativity and imagination are your two allies and tools. If you want to bring change into the world, they offer the opportunity for you to become a real boy. You know, like in the movie Pinocchio, where he was a wooden doll. Many of us are living in a shell of life, just following orders and doing what people have said we should do. More of us that break out of that shell. We became real people, real humans. If you're a real boy, a real person, the more we step into ourselves and we just be who we want to be. We make the choices we want to make. And as much as possible, resist authoritarian control, resist it. Have you, this is the way we regain our ability to say no, to do things that we don't want to do, or, you know, try to think we can make everybody else do something. You want to be the one person that does the right thing when everybody else is doing the wrong thing, even if that costs some level sacrifice. Of course, there's a balance in this world. And right now, from my point of view, our biggest job, you need to think about this for yourself. I think my biggest job is to use gifts and talents to encourage other people to understand the concept of freedom, human choice, and what slavery really is. And what it continues to be a predominant force of evil in our world and wrapping itself around all the people of this world. People continue to justify stealing, to justify things like government, voting, jails, orders, things that coerce and steal from ourselves and each other without permission, without personal authority that assume that we don't have a right or other people have a right to speak for you. They have assumed they have a right to take things from you. Instead of more of us work together cohesively and we network, it would be easier to shut these things down that we don't like, that aren't producing a better world, that aren't bringing light into our life, and that aren't making a better future for our children and their children. Many generations in the future should be our mindset. We want them to see. What do we want to leave for them? What kind of legacy are we leaving Right now we're leaving a shit pile, you know, a damaged nature, treating one another like crap, you know, so far I am trying to change things. I know that I'm putting my efforts towards change, you know, speaking to other people, they're already realizing these things. A lot of times I'm trying to just encourage people, say, step it up. Me too. network with each other, look deep inside yourself. See what obstacles are holding you back and figure out what needs to be done to get past them. You know, how do we join up with more people? A lot of us are putting a lot of effort into this. But if we all work together, it's going to go so much smoother. So I'm asking you, how do you develop the willpower to do this type of thing? The key is to climbing the mountain is to recognize it's not instantaneous, you know, I didn't just make this presentation in five minutes. I didn't just climb this mountain in a few minutes. Each of these things take a lot of steps and willpower and consistently, patiently persevering and working towards what you know you're passionate about. And that means knowing what you are passionate about and knowing who you are and being sure of yourself. If you're not sure of yourself and you don't know what your passion is, you need to start figuring that out. A great way to figure that out is just all the things I just told you about. Work on your relationships, climb a mountain, find the works of amazing authors all through history or speakers who've talked about freedom. who have talked about natural law and truth. Turn off the television, breathe, trade, turn off the Netflix, Trade that time for studying like Rudolf Steiner or watching the funnel conference or watching the seed conference this September. Watch Mark Passio in the Science of Natural Law. You know, Make your own documentary, make a better one than I'm making. Make a better presentation than anybody else is doing. Show us how it's done. Put your creativity into music or songs or poems. Do what works for you. Form groups, form mastermind groups, make plans, create illustrations, or find somebody else who's doing something great and promote their work. Put your heart into helping them. Maybe find their guests, maybe book their guests, maybe make their thumbnails. Spend your free time doing something that will ultimately make you feel good about yourself. Make a donation to somebody's work. You'll know that you left a legacy of willpower if you push through obstacles, if you have a story to tell, if you want to, do you want to be on your deathbed and have like barely anything to talk about of your whole life and it was just one horse? <sighs> part? You don't want to have stories to tell about adventures of talking to people and climbing mountains and making books and images and creative art and music that changed people's lives, you know? Those things open the door to a better reality and a better humanity in the future. Many people might look back at your work in the future and thank you for years to come. If you put your heart and passion into the right place and only you can figure out what that is, you know, other people can help guide you and they can encourage you and they can motivate you, but they can give you ideas. But ultimately it's up to you person. It's up to you. It's your choice. This is your time. Carpe diem. The choice is yours. Will or not to will. Bruce Lee said, be like water. Water is the most powerful force. There is, well, one of the most powerful forces. It's one of the most powerful things we can think of. Water can cut through stone. You know, water can cut through anything, given time. It does this through consistency and fluidity. So the way to go at a goal, you know, like we're talking about is willpower. There's a way to will yourself into all kinds of problems and issues. It's not always 100% good to just will yourself to do things. We can will ourselves to do things that we shouldn't. You know, it's a question of the direction of our will and how we apply it. Any skilled person that uses a tool knows that the right pressure and the right timing, it's not just full on, you know, just do it as hard as you can. You know, like if I wanted to climb this mountain today and I just ran as fast as I could right in the beginning, I would have beat myself up and I would have been pretty struggling the rest of the way. So I guess the point I'm trying to make and terms of our self-development and reaching our goals and applying our willpower to life is i'm saying learn and teach natural law work towards the freedom of humanity do something worth doing a big obstacle you know in the world is is going to be people that are going to resist you're not going to be able to just go all at it 100 percent pressure You have to find a way to maintain a mental balance. How you going to do good work and explain yourself to people when you're in a shitty mood and you're not feeling good physically, you have to get yourself in a good place. You have to get yourself in a good place and how you do that's up to you. I know me. I come somewhere like this. I do some kind of retreat, you know, even before battle, warriors have to prepare every day's exercise, every day's training. And you know that we're training. um, I want to transition into the last few parts of this presentation, which is essentially about relationships with each other. Um, I want you to consider this in your mind, in your own divine crystal, what relationships are really, because I think they're underestimated. When you really consider that all of life everything is relationships every little thing right now i'm having a relationship with the wind the rocks the trees the water my own body all this technology is a relationship i'm to record my voice these are all relationships how we deal with relationships provides us with the actual feedback and the learning on how to be a better part of this existence how to appreciate um how to have gratitude how to make the best of the most of this opportunity of life how to grow like nature does how to stay calm but get through all these troubles how to keep teaching and learning and marching on in consistency how to be fluid like water give yourself the medicine you need to encourage yourself to keep going on your journey What does it take for you to get to the top of your mountain? What do you bring with you? What do you pack in your bag on a daily basis? When I get up every day, I give my body a good thorough breathing session, which is also a mental meditation. And I do some exercise, and that helps me, a cold dip. That helps me get into the day with a certain sense of adventure and proactive behavior. And it keeps my body working a little better well not a little better a lot better let's let's put it that way um so encourage yourself provide the tools for yourself and pay it forward provide yourself with reachable goals provide yourself with like things you can actually do small wins the big battle is won by many small wins small wins are the important thing the small things are the big things. If you want to go fast, go slow. Um sometimes you have to go backwards a little bit. Sometimes what you're working on, you get to a point and you recognize it wasn't the right way. It wasn't the right path. Well, you know. You come out here to the crossroads and you try again you give it another shot yeah, you go the right way the next time last time i made a mistake this time i'm going to try to do it right check the signs what does check the signs mean in a symbolic sense well i think signs are kind of like beliefs in a way um sometimes your intuition might be a sign of sorts. You know, there are things that you pass that give you a little marker in time, that give you a little notice. They're not the destination by themselves. They're just pointing you in a direction. They're feelings. These are the interactions that you have, the relations that actually takes a bit of bravery to be in relationships with other people, to choose to relate. There's fear there, you know, in relationships, there's gonna be, there's bound to be conflict. Even in our relationship with ourselves, there will be conflict, right? And the more conflict we experience, well, we, sometimes we become more traumatized and, you know, the truth is though, if we can become more experienced and adept and we have tools to deal with these emotions and frustrations, and we understand them and can recognize them and deal with these conflicts, we can be calmer. You know, like this is much like self-defense. The more learns you move, the more you practice them. Then when something dangerous happens, you know, there's at least the possibility that your body already has sort of a built-in skills or response that helps you avert danger or solve the situation in a more simple or benevolent way. You know, when you have the tools at hand. So most people aren't taught the tools to deal with relationships, even with themselves. I grew up in a family where some pretty unproductive habits were cyclically um practiced, like yelling at one another, like getting the same fights over and over, like going to bed mad, not resolving the problems. Now, I have an experience of being able to relate with another human being who has the mind and psyche that wants to resolve issues and wants to discuss them until we get to the root of the problem or we solve it. You know, that's rare. It took me a whole life to find that, you know, we need to find the problems, seek them out, deal with them, be honest about them. The biggest tool is honesty when it comes to relationships and that and listening. Listening is the essence of love. You know, it's really what you can do for another person to show them that you really care. Um, I like to refer to first Corinthians, um, the verse you see on some of my slides to illustrate some of the best ways that we can practice and train to be better humans. It's almost like a recipe to understand ourselves, because other humans, whether it's your friend, your family, your parents, boyfriend. Girlfriend, wife, whatever gets you relating with people in your mirror is your mirror into yourself. And that's really the conduit for change. The way for you to learn to be a better person, to have these experiences or relationships, to go through them, to see what works, to experience what doesn't work. And as you're walking down that trail of relationships, you'll see signs. That will tell you things. Sometimes you're going to have to go left or right. Sometimes you're going to have to separate from certain relationships because you can't realize they're dragging you down, or they're not—they're not going where you're trying to go. They're not getting you your destination. They're tripping you up, like that root that just caught my heel. When you begin looking at everything that happens around you as a hermetically aligned experience that's part of reality you can be taught by everything that happens what you're living and being feel the synchronicities look at everything and see the symbology in every small thing and every large thing so if you haven't dealt with your relationships with people and you have loose ends and people that your relationships ended up badly It's time to make amends. It's time to choose a better path. Take the higher ground. Be a better person. Be a bigger person. Take a deep breath. Use communication. Communication is the bridge to building trust. Trust is the key to having any type of coordination with another being. There's ultimately unlimited levels of accomplishments we can reach if we multiply our efforts and work together. That's one of the keys to changing the type of evil that's predominant in the world. Turning it into a good is a human's, all of us working together, recognizing, just like the little ants in the ant movie, there's more of us than there are those who are trying to own us. So all we really have to do If we do nothing else right now is in your great work, your great work is to do your relationships with people and yourself, get those right. When you do that, then you're gonna be in a place where you feel good about yourself and you can proceed to the next mission. Number one mission is like this detoxifying effect of working through your own personal problems. You know, breathe hard, get sweaty. And then afterwards, when you're done, you have this wonderful feeling. You get joy and you can reach out and help others. You know, it's the closest thing to joy. It is joy. It's, you know, I just spent some time on this trip today with no shoes on, doing some grounding. That's something I would recommend to you in the physical room. Uh, connect with nature, work on your relationship with yourself. Pay it forward for yourself, get yourself in the place you need to be so you can help bring other people to that place and upgrade their lives, you know, lead by example, because we can't change people. We can only change ourselves. What power exists like these trees, like the sun, you know, like the wind, like the water, If you want to harness the power of the universe and fight for life, fight for freedom of choice, fight for the freedom of living, being without coercive, evil restrictions and slavery. That's the path to choose. You choose how to walk it, when to take your breaks, how high up your peak is, but being on the path, choosing to consistently take another step in that direction is the motivation, inspiration, and the one great work.